Hey everybody, welcome to Garage Talk. As always, I'm Conrad, let's go. I'm Ted, it's time to rock and roll. Hey Ted, today we have IHSAA Director of Broadcasting Operations, Heath Shanahan, calling in. I'm Conrad. And I'm Ted, I'm the one that's been messaging you. He is our talent coordinator, (laughs) so we appreciate you coming on. You're the talent today. Oh man, well... You, you said talent, not talented. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so give us a little bit of background on yourself. Sure. So uh, I'm the director of broadcasting for the IHSA, which means uh, that I am in charge of our champions, IHSA Champions Network, which consists of the uh, Champions Radio Network, which a lot of people are familiar with. Right. They are uh, we have flagship out of Radio 1. Um, out of um, right downtown on the circle. Uh, they formerly MS Communications. We've mm-hmm. got 70 plus radio stations across the state of Indiana who cover IHSA events uh, from pairing shows to state championships to our commissioner's corner that we do with Bob Lovell um, and, and a lot of our PSAs that we've run. And, and then we also have a unique relationship with Valley Sports Indiana, uh, which is our, our television partner uh, for the IHSAA. Uh, Champions Network, but what I really have my hand in on a d- daily basis at this point is our internet portal, which is ihsatv.org. Uh, we do all of our broadcasts there of our various state championships and pairing shows um, and whatnot, but we also have 150, roughly 150 educational affiliates, wow. which are schools putting their content on the, on the channel, um, and then also about, I think the last number was 33 um, independent or uh, commercial broadcasters as well who are putting their content on ihsatv.org. So it's uh, it's quickly become a destination website um, for for very much appointment viewing. And you know, in, any given night you can, except for Sundays, of course, you can watch yeah. any 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 game. Uh, you know, any game is really any sport depending on what the season it is. There was one night where on Tuesday I watched a volleyball match from Belmont. I then watched uh, on Wednesday. I watched a uh, soccer match from Noblesville, and then on Friday, uh, I watched a football game up at Westdale. So it was like it was uh, it was quite a weekend, and I yeah I was I was scattering the state a little bit. I, you know, a lot of those are kind of in that general vicinity, so I wasn't necessarily covering blanketing the state in any means. But yeah. it was just really cool to be able to kind of see what's going on in a lot of different areas and a lot of our membership. So, how did you come about with your decision to get into media? Yeah, so I went to Martinsville High School, Mm -hmm. and at Martinsville, there was a a broadcast program ran by Eric Meyer. He was formerly from a television station in Indianapolis and uh, came down to Martinsville. I'm not not 100% sure. My memory kind of fails me a little bit. I don't know if he started the program or if he inherited the broadcast program, but he took it to the next level. And I was lucky enough to be one of the, the, the few people who were, few students that were able to get into that class. And I just fell in love with broadcasting um, at an early age. 
um, you know, I was always one who would watch a game and who would, you know, listen to the, the play-by-play guys or look at the technical aspects of what was happening on the screen and just kind of marvel at the idea of, you know, these are moving pictures on a box, a set-top box, you know, and, and there's there's just a lot going on back there. And, you know, it's uh, it, it, it kind of was one of those things that I just, I knew I was going to love it. I took the course and I, and I did love it. So that led me to Ball State, uh, one of the top telecommunications and, and, and television uh, programs in the country. And then, which ultimately led me to uh, work at MS Communications, which, uh, you know, what works out down the road is they were our flagship for our Champions Radio Network as well whenever I got to the association. So that was nice to have that yeah. background. Um, and, and then ultimately, I, you know, I, after radio, and I, I worked my way over to the ISA as the director of broadcasting. And then now I, you know, have my hands in every aspect, not just uh, radio and not just television anymore. So it's, uh, it's kind of been an, an evolution, I guess. And, uh, you know, I, I interviewed with Bobby Cox when he was commissioner and, uh, he, he tells me that I was the only person he interviewed. I'm going to believe him as well, but, uh, you know, there's no way to prove that now. So, yeah. been, well, uh, I've got a quote from him. He says, we're extremely pleased to welcome you to the association's office. Well, I, I, I really appreciate what, what Commissioner Cox did. I mean, it was, it was a brand new position and, you know, it was created, uh, specifically to, to kind of manage the champions network and, you know, kind of oversee all aspects. So, what, what was really unique about the Indiana High School Athletic Association that a lot of other state associations can't, can't really say is that they were, they were very forward thinking on media and the media landscape. Yes. And, you know, um, the, the idea of what's the next next, right? Not, not necessarily what's the next thing in, in media and, 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 and in live video or radio. It's like, what's the next next thing? And, you know, the, the internet was, I don't want to say it was a new thing. You know, but back in 2012, whenever they, right. you know, whenever yeah. the IHSA started IHSA TV, but it was it was still pretty cutting edge to, to put live video on the internet that wasn't the size of a postage stamp on your screen, right? Yes, right. And it didn't look like a bunch it didn't look like a bunch of potatoes running around the screen because the pixels were so bad, right? <laughs> yeah. So yes, so, so so you know, I mean, it was it was definitely cutting edge still at that point, and and the IHSA really took a stance and said we're going to control our media and we're going to make sure that you know we we don't have anybody that's going to hamper what we're trying to do or what we envision, you know, happening. And, you know, that's, that's paid off in spades. And really, you know, again, I, I, I even go back to commissioner rest. I have to, I have to thank commissioner rest for having some of that forethought too. And, 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 and commissioner Cox for helping create this position because, you know, without it, I, I, who knows where the champions network would be at this point if they didn't have somebody uh, managing it at all times. So, you know, that's, that's been great. And yeah. Um, Bobby was a, a great mentor, a great friend, and you know he uh, he definitely uh, saw potential in the network. And I'm just I feel blessed that I was tapped to run the network. Sounds like he was he was gathering a group. As- yeah, absolutely. And that, and I mean that's uh, that's something that you know again we kind of pride ourselves in even still today. I mean Commissioner Knighting is the same way. You know, uh, one of the worst things that that's ever happened, I joke, that is that, you know, Commissioner lives up here in Indianapolis and his wife still lives in Evansville because that means he gets to sit around all night and think of new things for me to do. You know, so Commissioner Knighting is always trying to push the envelope and kind of try to figure out what is what is the next thing. And, and kind of what's evolved from that is, um, and this is kind of getting us down the road a little bit more, but, you know, we're going to have a semi-state basketball pairing show. 
wow. uh, which again is, is something that's never been done. And we're going to, for the girls basketball semi-state, we're going to draw um, who's playing who at the semi-state. So there's going to be a live draw with the ping pong balls and everything. I mean, we're wow. going gonna to show, we're going to show everything. And hopefully it's not, you know, it's not all the warrants. Hopefully it's uh, all the nice shiny stuff that everyone sees, but you know, in live television, it's just, you got to be prepared for anything. So we're pretty excited about that. And that was kind of one of his, his initiatives was, Hey, let's, uh, let's show the public exactly what we do here. And, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions of the IHSA and you know, right. a lot of our tournaments and, and what happens just behind the scenes. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to show everybody how it's, how it's really done. And we're really excited about it. And it's an opportunity for us. Of course, there's some nerves because it's live television and anything can happen in live television, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but it, it, it's going to be fun. And, you know, yeah, there's definitely a, uh, uh, there's always that thought of, you know, what can we do that might be outside the box now, but will absolutely be, it, I guess, in the box, uh, you know, in a few years. Yeah, become um, the norm. And, and that's absolutely. And we've got a, we've got a great consultant in Rick Vanderwallen who has been, uh, has been doing uh, media for a long time as well. And, you know, he owned a, a television station and, and whatnot. So he's, He's uh, been a, a real nice technical guy to fall back on as well. So yes, we we definitely try to surround ourselves with people who um, you know are are supporting what we're doing and will help us continue to push that envelope. That's awesome because I'll tell you right now, I think we would in our small community of Gas City, which wasn't that far away from Ball State, we're what thirty little little over thirty minutes north. I can, of Muncie. Be, here. I can be here in twenty five minutes. <laughs> I bet you can. But, you know, I had parents calling me and asking me about sectional draws. Our school here in these, Miss Cinewall, they're asking yeah. me about Blackford. They're asking me about Tipton. And, I, yeah. you know, the only sectional draw I'm, I'm paying attention to is Miss Cinewall. So I, I think that you have something there with the semi-state draw. Yeah, I, I, we think that although – Obviously, the teams are narrowed down to, you know, just those, uh, you know, there's only going to be eight yeah. semi-states, and there's going to be three teams at each semi-state, you know. So we are narrowed down to, to 24 teams at that point in the four different, or, you know, across four classes. Yeah. But I think the intrigue is still going to be there because, you know, as much as uh, we, we might think that there's other sports that have caught up, Indiana is still very much a basketball state, oh, yeah. right? And it's still, oh, or, yeah. I'm sorry, basketball state. And it's, I mean, it's, it's people, are, I think, are going to tune in. You know, the, the things that we have for the girls' basketball semi-state pairing show that we kind of have to <laughs> uh, kind of maneuver around is there's a, there's a little team called Purdue who's playing really well this year. <laughs> yes. Well, they play, at one, they, they play at 1 o'clock that day. Uh-oh. And then there's, an, there's this thing that night called the Super Bowl, I think people have heard of, and that plays, <laughs> that's later that night, right? Yeah. So, so we, we feel like Purdue's going to be a great uh, preview show for us. And, oh, yeah. You know, uh, you tune in for the big show, which is at three o'clock, which is the pairing, you know, our semi-state pairing show. And then, if you want to hang out, you guys can always watch the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, you're doing oh, a good job here at the IHSA. What are you working on now? Your seventh year? As yeah, a- I mean, it's a yeah, it's a little bit of everything, really. I mean, we're the we put in a studio at the office, mm-hmm. which uh, it was something that you know we've been talking about for a long time. You know, I was able to. Yeah, I mean, I, I might say this a little jokingly, but, you know, the pandemic was good to us in that way that, you know, because, uh, you know, there was really no sports going on there in the end 2020, you know, we took that opportunity to um, make sure that our office was in um, nice and clean, right? And we went around and we, we got rid of all the stuff we didn't necessarily need anymore and stuff that was collecting dust. And what that kind of showed us was, 
uh, we've got a lot of space here that's being you know, that's underutilized. Um, you know that that and we were able to combine a couple of areas and opened up an entire room that I kind of commandeered with Bobby's approval, and uh, we made a, uh, kind of a makeshift studio out of it. You know, we had a a nice step and repeat backdrop that looked good, and um, you know, we, we bought a couple of cameras, we put on tripods, and you know, we had our some of our computer equipment and audio equipment, and so we were able to do a lot of stuff just out of that studio. Well, you know, down the road, we, we kept thinking, I mean, what could this be like if we had a full studio, a full-blown studio with a control room and everything? And, it, you know, it felt like it was years down the road. But then, you know, uh, Commissioner Knighting kind of said, you know, let's, let's make it happen. And, you know, we, like I said earlier, we've got a, a great group of people around us that help us figure out the best way to do it. And um, now we've got, you know, a, a full studio with two sets. Uh, we got a control room with, and we've got audio run from our desk. You know, we were, we were very fortunate when Valley Sports Indiana, when they changed from Fox Sports Indiana to Valley Sports Indiana, mm-hmm. they had a, you know, they had a broadcast desk there at Cambridge Fieldhouse, formerly uh, Bankers Life, that they said, you know, we're, we're rebranding. We don't need this desk anymore. It's blue. We're going to be, our colors are going to be red now. What are we going to do with this? And, you know, uh, they called us and said, do you want this desk? And before they even got all the words out of their mouth, we were saying, yes, if we do, <laughs> when can we pick it up? <laughs> and, wow. you know, so... We've got, we've got a great broadcast desk in our studio. We've got some, uh, some great cameras and just a great, it's a great opportunity for us to do more original content. Um, you know, yesterday was the national, uh, uh, well, uh, I don't know when this airs, but you know, a, a few days ago, I should say was the national, um, girls and women in sport day. And so, yes. you know, we were able to have, uh, since the commissioner Falcon come in and, you know, interview all the, the women in our office and talk about, you know, how, uh, high school athletics, you know, changed their lives or what they took away from it. And, you know, we were able to put it together in a little video and, and put it out. And yes, we could have done that sort of thing anywhere uh, in the office, but having a studio space where everything was put together already and, you know, we were able to almost just turn on the lights and pressure record on some cameras and we were ready to go, right? So it just, it, it's really afforded us to do a lot of uh, original content and little creative things that are going to really promote the IHSAA because the, the the local newspapers are getting swallowed up by big conglomerates yes. and uh-huh. you know local local news isn't necessarily what it used to be um it, it or maybe it's very localized it's not necessarily statewide anymore and, and so there's really less and less um outlets that they're covering um what we're doing at a high school sports so we just feel like if we need to be able to cover ourselves better than anybody else does or be complimentary to people who are still covering us because i don't I don't make it sound like there's nobody out there because there's still a lot of great coverage, a lot of great writers, a lot of great news anchors who are doing a great job out there. But, you know, we need to be able to be able to pump our own stuff out as well. And, you know, that's what the studio afforded us. So a long answer to your short question, you know, what am I working on? That's kind of what I'm, we're working on is just continuing yeah. to, to get the studio, studio, you know, buttoned up and continue to pump out that original content. And then, oh, yeah, it is also, you know, winter state final season now. We got – Girls swimming and diving next Saturday on the, uh, you know, uh, what is that, the, the 11th? I, can even, I don't even think that far ahead. So on February 11th, you know, we've got girls swimming day finals. So it's just like, all right, here we go. It's uh, guns a-blazing now. I mean, February is our busiest month by far, you know, with uh, our different selection shows and with our different state finals on, on weekends. And then the boys' basketball pairing show is, you know, on the 19th. So it's just yeah. one thing after another in February. And um, so, you know. Just a lot on your plate at all times, but that's also what kind of makes it fun, right? I mean, who wants to sit around and be bored when you can uh, 
get paid to go to ball games and get ready to and get ready for that sort of stuff. Exactly. That sounds amazing, and I want to commend you on doing that. The fiftieth anniversary of Title Nine. Well, so that was that was yeah. The year two thousand twenty two was the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So we we cel- we celebrated all last year um, for the fiftieth anniversary, which was also great because you know that was the same year that we started volleyball. Uh, for for girls volleyball, so you know we were able to celebrate girls volleyball right there along with the 50th anniversary of Title IX. So you know it was just it was really special. We've got some great women who work in our office. We have we have some great women who have worked in our office, uh, from Pat Roy and you know from you know Mildred Ball and Teresa Wynn, Andy Searcy and Sandra Walter. I mean we just had we've had so many influential women come to our office and. Uh, Carrie Schludecker, I'm sorry, Carrie Rosati. She got married. Carrie Rosati <laughs> and, and Jamie Ol- and Jamie Olmer now. Who I mean, just we we have some great great women leaders who have been in our office, and it, it was it was really really fun and really re- rewarding to be able to celebrate them all last year. And you know, I've got I've got two dollars of my own, and you know, if if any of them are to, were to have the drive and the work ethic that you know the women in our office have, then I'm going to be in good shape, you know, as I yeah. get older. So. You know, and that, that's the sort of stuff that I really enjoyed being able to do too, is celebrate those around us who who uh, who deserve to be celebrated. We yeah. have some really quality female leadership here in the in the community with the school systems that are excellent yeah. role models. I just commend you again. Absolutely. So I want to hop on over to the, the pandemic because I believe sure. the pandemic really accelerated heart it is is. It really does something for you. And you're right. Uh, some live streams are bad, but I think it's all a process. Everybody's learning. And I think mm-hmm. this has taught a lot of people, hey, we got to step our game up. Absolutely. And something I found, too, is, and I know we're not here to talk about technical aspects, but, yeah. you know, a lot of people who want to start streaming uh, and, and maybe broadcasting, producing games, they think, well, we're going to have to have two, three cameras, and we're going to have to have walking ducks across the screen, and we're going to have to have a, 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 jump, a jumping robot where we, we come back from commercial break. And, and at the end of the day, you know, when we did um, any number of games, we, we've got one camera, and we just make sure that one camera gets a great game shot. That camera is moving around during timeouts, getting the atmosphere, yeah. and you know, it's giving you the exact same shot if you were one person sitting in the in the bleachers watching a game. And if you can do that well and your camera operator is active and, you know, he's not jerking the camera back and forth and, you know, you just give everybody a good view of the game, you're not going to get many complaints out of that. And everybody tries to, I don't say everybody, but a lot of, a lot of times you, early on, you try to just do too much and, you know, that's where you falter and, you know, you hit, you hit that critical mass too quickly, if you will. And, you know, one thing starts to, starts to lose uh, quality because you're trying to do something else well. Uh, And, you know, it's a, one of those things where I always encourage people, you know what, one camera is, is really all you need to start with. And if you can have a, a play-by-play or an, an analyst, that's, that's even better. And if you can show the scoreboard, uh, if you can have a digital scoreboard on there, that's the best. But right. if, if, you know, if you at least have the radio call where, you know, you're saying the time and you're saying the score, maybe your camera's panning over to look at the scoreboard every now and then during slow times or dead balls or whatever. I mean, that all that stuff is, is, is just icing on the cake. And, a lot of people just want to be able to see those kids, the student athletes, doing what they do best, and you know, doing what's making, you know, helping to make them better people, helping to teach them leadership skills, and you know, all the all the things that Commissioner Nidig says in his PSAs is 100% accurate. And you know, if if, if we can watch that, it's that's that's enough for us. 
That's well, the it, blueprint right there, Ted. Well, it is. And, and kind of like what you were saying a couple minutes ago, you know, these, these people that watch this live stream, it's really you're, you're advertising for that school. Just like I'm sitting here on the couch at night and I see a Dairy Queen commercial. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes that's not the, the first thing you think about whenever, you know, if you're a, a, a athletic director and you're, you know, you're thinking, well, do I really want this person to come here? But you got to think sometimes, wow, that is it's just a big advertisement. And, uh-huh. You know, an, an advertisement doesn't always have to, to have dollars at the end of it, right? I mean, it doesn't right, have right. to be a, uh, it doesn't have to be a, a conversion of, okay, they saw this and now they're spending money, but it, it could just be, okay, now they're talking about it. Uh-huh. Or, exactly. okay, now, 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 now we're not nowhere in their head. Now we're in the back of their head. Uh-huh. Or now we're in the front of their head. And then one of these days it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to pay dividends in one way, shape or form. And, you know, we don't always have to be transactional. Sometimes we can just be uh, reputation building or whatever it might be, right? right? And, you know, it's uh, I, I don't know. It's a uh, it's definitely something that is gaining speed and it's, it's gaining uh, traction. Uh, you know, around the state, really around the country, obviously. And it's, it's it's exciting to be in this field and you know be able to do it at a, at a high school level. That you know, kind of that last pure four years of a kid's life too, right? Because right, you know, uh, youth sports is an AAU is just I, I don't even want to be there. And then of course, collegiate sports is now basically pro sports, right? And it's yep, just, yep. but, but those, those four years in high school when they're, you know, wearing that school name across their chest, is just kind of that last pure area of sport. You know, if your spirit, if your sport used to be the tagline, right. And I just right, still right. believe it. And I still believe it. And, uh, um, it's just, it's fun to be in this world right now. We spent time at the rec league level, the live streaming, the tribe TV here, we were very blessed that we were able to use their uh, some of their equipment to live stream some of the rec league games. So even those parents and grandparents can get to see their small ones play in, in, in some action. It wasn't the level of Tribe TV. It was a chance for them to still get the opportunity to watch their grandkids. Absolutely. And Tribe, Tribe TV, they, they're, that's a phenomenal group up there. Tribe TV, I mean, they... Yeah. They're doing a fantastic job up there, and you know, I mean, it's it's. It, I, I really enjoy watching those traditional broadcast groups too, who who come in and are really teaching the kids. You know, here's here's how you put on a broadcast, and you know, it might not be you know the level of ESPN, but you know what, it's it's darn near close for a high school type scenario, right? And, uh, They're getting some experience. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, if they fall in love there, then maybe they'll come and take my job one day. And that's <laughs> you know that. Uh, hopefully, I've you know continued to uh, you know go up the chain and not yeah. necessarily leaving the chain, but you know that's that's sort of thing. And you know, I, I definitely commend Tribe TV and you know the group up there. It's been a while. I mean, it's uh it's 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 a lot of fun turning on the turning on the the website. You know, any given night and again watching from all over the state. And you know, we do have broadcasts on the channel or on actually TV that are just a huddle focused camera. And you know. Say what you will about automated cameras. But at least I get to see it, you know. And and but what I I really enjoy those uh, those more traditional broadcast groups. Like yeah. uh, you know, there's the you know Mishawaka has a great group. Um, Brownsburg has a great group. You know, there's they're all over the place. that just have these these phenomenal broadcast setups. And a lot of them started as clubs. You know, like Fisher started as a club, and now they've got the Fisher Sports Network that is just so much fun to watch. And you know, I. You know, Mooresville has a great program that kind of started small and is continuing to grow. And it's just, there's a lot of groups out there who've got kids who, you know, maybe they wanted to play, you know, athletics, 
but for whatever reason, they either couldn't or maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they wanted to get into the broadcast side of things. And definitely fun to turn on and, and watch a lot of those kids who aren't on the court or aren't on the field, stretching their skills, showing that extension of the classroom. And how cool is it that technology is caught up to ball recognition and, and facial <laughs> yeah. recognition? Now now you don't even need a cameraman. <laughs> well, yeah. some places. Yeah, I, so some places, yeah. You know, you still have the the occasional situations where maybe they, you know, they go back to their bench and then the camera doesn't know what to do. So it's kind of going back and forth, trying yeah. to find something to, to key in on. But, you know, for the most part, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. On uh, You know, the transition game sometimes fails, you know, it starts to falter a little bit too on those fast breaks. But, um, but again, for the most part, I would say for 90, 95% of the game, you're seeing all the action. And, you know, it's, it's that high stadium level look, like co- collegiate stadium yeah. look where it's, you know, it's up in the rafters and you're seeing pretty much everything, every part of the, every part of the floor. And that's what I prefer. I want to see plays develop. I want to see, you know, I want to be able to see the entire area, um, allowing those, those student athletes to play within the frame. And then, you know, I just, it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's pretty cool to see uh, kind of where the technology has gone. And you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's facial recognition and, and movement recognition. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a sight to behold times where, you know, I, I don't even, I wish I knew how it worked. And, but uh, <laughs> it, it works. It works pretty well. Yeah. Those kids out there writing the code for that. They're, uh, they're amazing. A lot further Absolutely. ahead than, than me. I, I'm barely programming my iPhone. Ain't that right, Ted? <laughs> yeah. He, Con, Conrad's our engineer down here. And he, does, he does a phenomenal job. Uh, I, I do have a question though. Yeah. Do you guys, how many announcers do you guys have? Announcers, analysts. Um. Yeah, so that, that's a great question. Uh, we're we're truly blessed here in Indiana to the fact that we've got um, a very large pool uh, of talent, and you know we've got uh, legends also uh, with you know Mark James, voice of the five hundred. Uh-huh. We've got Jerry Baker who's been doing it for years. Oh man, um, and years and years. I mean, he was he's been around so long. He introduced the Beatles when they were here. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Then, Yep. I mean, we, we, we've got, obviously, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Greg Rakestraw, who just right. is Mr. Indi- Mr. Indiana Sports. I mean, Definitely. he knows more more about Indiana sports than I know about everything, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. uh, he's just so talented. And then, you know, on the analyst side with uh, Bob Lovell and with uh, Mike Broughton and with Jane Shaw, I mean, we just, we, we are very, very blessed. If, I, I don't even know if I can give you an actual number, uh, but we've got a lot, I would say that. And then that's, that's, our TV people too. I mean, we've got a lot of phenomenal radio guys too. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, we are definitely, uh, we're definitely overflowing. My cup is overflowing with talent and, you know, I get emails all the time with, you know, Hey, I'm a, I'm a graduated from college about four or five years ago. I've been doing ESPN plus games and I, I love a shot and, you know, I would love to be able to give them a shot, but sometimes it's like, okay, well, if I bring you in, which uh, Hall of Famer am I going to send out? You know, and so it's it's one of those things that man, we're just it's almost a a, a, a too good of a problem, right? Right. Uh, yeah, it's so, a good problem yeah, we, to have. Yeah, we, yeah, we we definitely have um, some major talent here, and uh, it, it's a lot of it's very enjoyable to be able to walk into uh, what to say wrestling state finals and be able to sit down with with Mark James and Greg Regstraw who are going to help out, and then you've got. Uh, Coach Mike Gable, and uh, you know who who is a, 
uh, Hall of Fame wrestling coach from modern day. And then you got Blake Bauer, who was our a four-time state champion and went on to wrestle at Ohio State. Right. Uh, help him call the, call the matches, right? I mean, it's just like, how much better can you get? And then at, at Swimming State Finals, you've got Tony Young, who, you know, works for Indiana Swimming and who just knows every single swimmer out there and who's just a, a true professional. And you, I mean, it's just, we've got so many people who are, are so keyed in on, uh, you know, the, uh, maybe a specific sport, but who are just the best at that. Right. Sport, right. Right. And, uh, it's just, it's one of those things that you can't t- ever take for granted. And, you know, sometimes when you watch other state, um, you know, content or maybe even some other, semi-professional to professional content out there it's just like wow you can tell that that guy really didn't know much about the topic exactly you know it's uh it's one of those problems that we necessarily don't have around here well that's like you mentioned earlier you know about sometimes these people don't know what to do with their camera you know i noticed that on college and nfl games you know they'll pick out one fan and they show that one fan like a hundred times during the broadcast (laughs) it's like absolutely (laughs) I, mean, I was watching the World Cup this summer, and boy, did the World Cup producer love crying kids. I feel like they showed the same crying kid about 14 <laughs> times in a, you know, a game. So, you know, but yeah, you know, it's uh, having a good camera off is one of those things that just can't be replaced. And, you know, when we talk about AI, the AI cameras are great, but man, the, the instincts of a good camera operator uh-huh. is second to none. And, you know, that's another area. We've got just a phenomenal uh, production crew. I feel like I'm, you know, sucking up to everybody <laughs> right now. But, I mean, it's just we've, we've got great crews. And, and a lot of that has to do with the great venues we have. Oh, Obviously, yeah. you know, playing in Lucas Oil, playing in Gamebridge, playing at Victory Field, um, you know, the Natatorium at IUI. Um, you know, all those great venues uh, host a lot of great events. So a lot of these, you know, production teams and behind-the-scenes, you know, crew – get to work at these phenomenal events all the time and we are better for that because right. we get the same crew that's working Colts games that are working Pacer games that are doing Indian games we get those on our production crews as well wow. and it's just uh, you know it's one of those things that it's just you can't overstate it enough that we're just truly blessed and we are I mean we're the envy of the country in a lot of ways and, and with our network and you know a lot of states struggle to get you know, anything on the air or anything uh, of quality on the air. And we're, I mean, we're doing softball and soccer and, you know, uh, we're doing, we did, we do golf broadcasts, we do tennis broadcasts. I mean, we're doing Uh pretty much everywhere. We actually, we are doing everything. We made a commitment to cover every state championship live in one way, shape or form. So, you know, we're doing everything. And, you know, some are, are maybe not as fully produced as others. You know, I, I'm not the PGA, so I can't, you know, I can't wire an entire golf course. Uh-huh. But what I can do is I, I can show every student athlete coming through the 18th green, you know, and see right. their approach right. and see them putt and see them putt out. And, you know, I think that's important, uh, as important if, uh, as anything else, is just seeing all those athletes who, who strive all year to get to the state finals. And I get to show them, you know, finishing their final round is, is uh, you know, of the season. So that's exciting for, for them as well. And, you know, it's just it's one of those things that is just, we were able to grow and continue to grow. We made that commitment. And I mean, it's paying off in spades. Like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of states who are very envious of, of what we're able to do. Well, see, That's awesome. For me as a viewer, you know, just seeing the emotion of these kids is just, just as yeah. satisfying to me as the, as the game action. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's the, what a, the, the agony of defeat you see quite a bit, but man, even the emotion, the emotion of winning is, is one of those things too, that you just, you love to see, um, you know, you, you, 
there these uh, 14 to 18 year olds who you know are, are on these these huge telecasts and everything and you can you get to see them just all the emotions come out and um, you know it's just it gives you cold chills too just thinking yeah. about you get the shivers thinking about the 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 amount and you know that's another reason I love the wrestling broadcast because you know it's mano a mano at that point right it's, right it's at the championship and it's it's under the lights, and every every light in the whole building is off except for that spotlight. Uh, I, I you know, love that just, about wrestling. Uh, it, it sits. Now, do you have a a favorite gymnasium that you that you would like to go to just to watch a ball game? What what's your favorite gym to go go to watch a ball game? Well, I, I think the easy answer is, of course, John R. Wooden Gymnasium at Martinsville, right? But, uh, <laughs> but maybe I'll, maybe I'll, Maybe I'll stretch past that. I mean, again, the easy answers are Newcastle. Uh-huh. You know, you, uh, South Southport has a great gym. I mean, those are all the easy answers. But you know, one of the ones that I always enjoyed going to was the Indian Creek gym. Um, you know, I really enjoy that where you have to walk down uh-huh. to a bowl and yep. sit down on a bleacher, a wood bleacher, and watch a game. I just always enjoyed you know those kind of uh, facilities. It just it felt like Indiana basketball. Yes. I mean, it felt like one of those pictures that you see. Um, and, and of uh, you know an old timey black and white photo. It just yeah. it always just feels like there's a lot of history in this gym. Um, and, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you know, we, I, I we had a lot of battles with Indian Creek when I was at Martinsville. Not me playing, but you know, watching. And uh-huh. you know, I still remember. I still remember some uh, some great games there at Indian Creek where you, you know, like I said, you walk down and sit down and you watch and the, the game down there. So I just those are a lot of fun. And yeah, I, I just I, I really enjoy. Uh, any sort of gymnasium. I think uh, football fields are all unique too. You know, like I, I love going to Sheridan and I love pulling up and seeing the water tower butt right in the side of it. And, you know, uh, still, still seeing him out there, you know, uh, marching up and down the sidelines. <laughs> and, you know, so uh, you, you just, you love those, the, the small town feel of a lot of, uh, a lot of facilities. Just, you, you can't, you can't say enough about it. Uh, but then of course, you know, you've got your, Taj Mahal's or whatever in Westfield Football Stadium. It's just incredible, impeccable all the way around. I mean, it's one of the, the best places as a media member to, to broadcast from. And so, I mean, it's just in Indiana, we've got every flavor, but every flavor is great. Uh-huh. That makes sense. No, it makes total sense. Yep, sure does. That's... You know, we've thought about that quite often. Uh, you know, I, the, the, I kind of feel like a podcast has to have three things. And, and it's something that we're continuing to, to, to noodle a little bit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like you got to have consistency. Yep. And, you know, that's what, what's one thing that there's six months out of the year where we are just slammed and we're really busy. Right. Now, that, that, you know, it, it's easy to say I don't have time, right? You make time. How about that? Why don't you make time? Okay, we can do that. So consistency is the first one. I feel like you got to have something to talk about that is also consistent. And, yes, we've got Indiana sports um, and Indiana high school sports. so easy to talk about. Um, but it's got to be something that has statewide appeal for us as well. Right. You know, we're talking to, you know, 400 and any given year, 407 to 412 member schools and these and whatnot. So, you know, we got to find something that has that statewide appeal. You know, you can narrow it down a little bit every now and then um, and talk about maybe different areas. But, you know, sometimes if I'm talking about, let's say, I don't know, Angola, somebody in uh, at Gary Westside or Gary Westside, they might tune out, right? I mean, it's right. just like one of those things where, well, we're not really interested in this, but, uh-huh. um, you know, so maybe, maybe that could be part of a, of a podcast. Um, so, you know, we got to find what that topic is. And, and, and the commissioner and I have this conversation a lot of, you know, what, what exactly should, should a podcast be about? And then the third thing I think is just an additional vehicle to help promote it. Um, and we've got great social media channels. So I think that's our third thing that's really, you know, helps 
would help us promote it. But I just, we want to, and I, I feel like there's something there. Yeah. We're just trying to really put a, put a bow on that and figure out what it is. Sometimes you can get disheartened if you put a lot of hours into it and not very people listen to it. But, um, you know, uh, I just, it's some of those things that we need to do. We need to be doing a podcast. I just don't exactly know what it is or, or, or when it gets released or who the talent is. Right. I'll tell you what, Robert Falcons in our office, he's done some video work for me recently and he's just a very smooth talker. So I mean, I think, uh, <laughs> I, think I think Robert Falcons, I'm going to, I might, I might tap him on the shoulder and ask him if he wants to be talent more often. Maybe that's a good thing for him. You you might just give me an idea. A little project, <laughs> a little pet project. Yeah. We've been very blessed to have some great guests on here and we love to spotlight different, different schools in our, in our County and programs. Uh, we've even, talk to some out of county uh, athletic director out of Elwood we just we enjoy talking youth sports everything about it uh, from you know it's not just learning the plays it's building character it's all the soft skills that go with being on a team how to be just a better person not just win a game and we love Absolutely. when we we love when we get coaches on here who are just commendable excellent human beings I, I think that's where we've we've gotten uh, our shine from how do we get ihsaa approved oh sure that's that's an interesting thought you know we we don't necessarily have like a uh, a podcast network if you will kind of like we have a a broadcast network right that's an interesting thought um you know a lot of uh what ihsa tv is really built for is more live programming right mm-hmm. and uh um but you know, we've we've talked about uh, frequently. You know, what's a what's a online radio network look like? And you know, there's uh, you know, you guys know just as well as anybody. There's really no difference between a podcast and a radio show anymore, right? right I mean, right. I, I I all I do is listen to podcasts in the car. I don't know the last time I turned on the radio unless one of our events was going on. So uh-huh. I mean, it's it's one of those things to where you know we we're very uh, we're very lucky to have fallen into a a great content aggregator. Um, and, and streaming partner with uh, Blue Frame Technology, who was who was purchased by Huddle for a lot of our live video production. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I don't really have right now is a great partner who can uh, who can aggregate audio content, right? I mean that's that that would be the next step is trying to figure out how to uh, to, to aggregate some of that and, and and have you know have a simulcast of Garage Talk on I to say Pod dot com or whatever it might be, right? So yeah, um, you know. Well, I, I think that's a that's a great idea, and you know, I, not that I'm volunteering to put one more thing on my plate, but you know, that's <laughs> one of the things that needs, that 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 will need to happen at some point because yeah. you know that's this is the way that you know the way content is going, and you know that's how I digest all my content right now too is is on is on a podcast. So um, you know, I think you guys are doing great stuff, and you know, I've uh, I, I've listened to uh, you know a few of your programs, and I know. Commissioner or Assistant Commissioner Kaufman was uh, yeah. on your show as well. So he was I'm awesome. excited to seek him out. Yeah, he's he's uh, he is a great talker for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can talk to Chris for hours because he just he, he's just able to really keep you engaged for so long. So I I really uh, I really enjoy talking to him and listening to him. So yeah, I mean there 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 might come a day where I uh, I shoot you an email and say, hey, let's let's chat about this a little more. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love that. We'd love that. Yeah, that's that's you know, you know, Conrad and I talk about it a lot. You know, you you look at you're watching ESPN in the evening and something's going on in Indianapolis and they they've got their reporter right there. Yeah. Maybe maybe you guys need to 
have somebody in each county say, hey, go cover this real quick, will you? Sure. Get <laughs> hey, back with us. Uh, one last question. Are you related to Kyle Shanahan? <laughs> well, if you would ask me that about 10 or 15 years ago, I would have said, absolutely, I am. <laughs> you are you, not a, are you um, not a Niners fan? Uh, well, I mean, you know, anybody who has the last name Shanahan has got to be all yeah. right. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I'm sure somewhere down the line we've got some relation. But his, his, so his dad, as you know, is Mike Shanahan. Right, yep, right. He's the Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos coach. So when we were in Denver as a, on a family vacation, we toured Mile High Stadium. And, you know, the tour guide showed us around. And, you know, we, we kept saying, I wonder where Uncle Mike is. I wonder where Uncle Mike is. You almost got into it. They were having none of that. They were having none of it. You almost got into the secret <laughs> office. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, but we're, we're Colts fans around here. Absolutely we are. And, and we, we very much appreciate you coming yes. on. It's um, This way we can let our listeners hear some of the behind-the-scenes things that maybe they don't know go on. So Sure. And. Sure, it was a great conversation. I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and yeah, I'm uh I'm always up for talking. Uh, I, not only I just say sports and high school sports, but I, I love talking broadcasting. I mean, oh, I can man. I can talk all I can talk all day about behind the scenes stuff, and you know, you know, new things we're trying out or things we're seeing, and you know, I have uh, I just had a a group of Western Boom kids in the office today who were touring the studio and who they came and interviewed the commissioner and, you know, we had a good hour long conversation about just the industry and, you know, what, you know, maybe what they can look towards the future and, and, and maybe work their way towards. And, um, you know, that's the sort of thing that I just, I, I love doing, I'm passionate about. And, you know, I was just, I'm blessed to be able to do it every day. You are. That was, we would, we would love that too. Oh, I, I got one more for you though, too. Who's your favorite, yeah. who's your favorite sports announcer? Oh, my favorite sports announcer. Man, well, I can't say any of our guys because we'll make the next guy jealous, right? So uh, let's go. Let's, know, let's go. Let's the, go. A national guy. There you go, national guy, national guy. Okay. Well, I mean, all of the all of the classic guys are just so much fun to listen to, and just how professional they are with Al Michaels and uh-huh. Jim Nance, and you know, it's just you, you, you when you hear them and you know that they are just a master of their craft and that they take it seriously and that you know it's. Uh, it's not something that they're doing lightly. You know, right. they, every game, every game means something to somebody. And that's something that we always preach to and during our state championships is when we're broadcasting. It's like this, this means everything to those kids on the court. So uh-huh. we're going to put our best effort out there as well. Nobody can come and give, you know, give half, um, you know, you give half, half seats there. you got to come and you got to give your full attention and your full, uh, the full priority on that game. And that's those, the, just those, classic guys who are just you know so um just masters of their craft again and just you know take it seriously and you know my my favorite uh my favorite i guess studio guy would be dan patrick i'm just i'm a big oh, me dan too. Patrick fan. <laughs> yeah. have have been since he was at espn yep, doing me too. Big show with keith overman uh-huh. i mm-hmm. just i really like and i love the way he runs his daily show uh-huh. and, you know it's it just they have fun yep. but they're serious but then they have some more fun and i just that's that's the sort of atmosphere I, I, I like to be in and would want to be in. Um, wow. So, so I hope hope that answered your question. It does it perfectly, does. perfectly. You're you're a man that we can tell that you love your job. Uh huh. <laughs> and when you love what you're doing, is it really a job? Well, you know, I, I've heard that old adage, right? <laughs> I would say, I, there, there's a lot of times I would say it's definitely a job, and it okay, definitely right. wears on you. Yeah. It definitely wears on you, but you know what? It's totally worth it, every second of it. And 
you know, there's, there's only 20 people in our office. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people who would do a lot of things to get into that office and be one of those 20. So well, sure. I definitely feel blessed. I work with a great, just a great group of people, um, at every level from the, the assistant commissioners, to obviously the commissioner, um, but then a lot of the support staff are just all phenomenal as well. Right. You know, we've, we've got some just great people in the office who everybody is, is there working towards the same goal and everybody are true professionals and, um, you know, I know the ITSA is really good at taking arrows and really good at, you know, listen, having people complain about us and, you know, tell us what we're doing wrong. But, you know, I, I would challenge anybody who's saying that, come, you know, come to the office one day and see how hard those people are working. And, right. You know, I think Do it uh, better. I, I think, I, yeah, I think it's really easy. It's really, really easy to say it behind the keyboard. But yeah. I tell you what, at, the people in that office are working harder than anybody I know. Um, so I just, uh, I, I, I love, like you said, I love what I do. I love where I am. I wouldn't change it for the world, but is it a job? Absolutely. It's a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been fantastic, Keith, and we appreciate you beyond even putting into words, right, Ted? Oh yeah. It's, it's been amazing. Yep. So thank you so much. And, uh, we'll see, we'll send you a link. Yeah. We'll send you a link. And, and uh, air Great, week do. from tomorrow. Yeah. A week from tomorrow. This, yeah, this, we, this recording will air a week from tomorrow. Yeah. We do one. We drop it every Friday at seven o'clock. So the people have something to listen to at work. All right. I love it. <laughs> uh, you have a good day, sir. Thanks, Heath. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Great talking to you. All right, folks. That was Heath Shanahan. That was good. Wasn't it, Ted? It was. And before we let you guys go, we want to thank our sponsors, Beast Prints out of Fairmount. They'll get you laced up with whatever you need. Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0 and Mama Pearson Soporium in beautiful Gas City, Indiana. That's where you get your smell good on. That's where you get your smell good on. And I got to make a public service announcement real quick. February is heart month. Go get checked. Go get checked. Don't think you're indestructible. That's right. Because you're not. I'm glad to say... My partner is out of the hospital and doing well. Everybody be good.